Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr., and with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan? Doing pretty well, Joe. How about yourself? Pretty well. I just want to start out tonight's episode by saying we're really not going to talk about the protests and the riots and all that. If you want to hear about that, and if you want to hear my opinion about that, we did a podcast this morning with... Uh, 23-year-old a 23-year veteran of the Minneapolis De- Police Department on the Cauliflower Ear podcast. He worked alongside with Chauvin. So yeah, if you want to hear thoughts about that, listen to that. This is an RC podcast. Right on. I do have some I don't there's no way of knowing if it's related or not, but on Friday I worked at two different job sites, so I was heading from one job site to another with the crane, Yep. and I was going through Roseville, where um, some stuff was going down. Uh, they were starting to, the non-peaceful protesters or rioters, yep. whatever you want to call them, were moving in there and, and fucking some stuff up. But anyway, as we were going through there, um, I crossed over 36, which I would have used it to get basically all the way to the job site, but it was temporarily closed down and it was closed down for a suspicious death. So oh. I got onto Hamlin Avenue and I'm heading North. I'm, you know, a mile away from my job site and down on my left, down on 36, there's a body and they had the, uh, they had kind of a black, the short black barricades up yep. and it was, you know, it was a, an ongoing crime scene at that time. And, you know, you see a body on the shoulder of, of a highway like that, and you figure, oh, crap, you know, somebody somebody got nicked. Right. You know, and come to find out, it was a non-traffic-related suspicious death. So, you know, either somebody got axed there or a body got dumped there. You know, pretty, pretty gross stuff. It, it wasn't the way I wanted to start my Friday, oh, obviously. Oh, absolutely not. So we're rolling through Roseville. And my operator happens to be a huge fan of Taco Bell. Oh, God. Loves his Mountain Dew, loves his Taco Bell. So we're rolling by Taco Bell in Roseville, and uh, the people were swarming in on uh, Target at yep. that point in time. Okay. My operator looks at the Taco Bell, and he's like, they better not touch that freaking place. <laughs> and, you know, we're just having a chuckle because he loves it, and he's just kidding. Well, we go to leave the job site. And the obvious way to go home is to start heading east to get over to 35 and eventually 52. Yep. My operator peels back to the west because he's going to get himself some Taco Bell. <laughs> and in in the three hours that we were there on the job site, they had gotten to the Taco Bell and messed it all up. Oh, I bet he's just pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> he's a pretty level-headed guy, but we, we had a good chuckle about it. Yeah. Yep, yep. So couple of uh rc things quick here um before you get into results i got um a new shock tower for my vt64 it's been it's similar to the one i've been prototyping with them and it actually makes such a huge difference on the outdoor tracks a couple weeks ago i raced up in duluth i immediately munched a spur gear which i'm upset at myself about I was it, huh? Was it something you did in that main event? It's something that I could have checked. Cause yeah. you know Duluth is loamy. I could have just mm-hmm. gone right before. I did not put a wrench to that truck the whole night. Do you oh. guys run uh, forty-eight pitch, pitch gears in your truckies? Yes. Come on, Joe. Nope, I prefer it. Um, it's outdoor racing. Yeah, you're right. It's outdoor racing, and and it's exposed. Come on. The thing about it is with the B, B64, VT64 platform, it's not really that exposed. The pro, This is the first spur gear I've munched in about a year because I switched to the Exotech. I started out, yeah, I could hear a little bit of a rock. I'm like, oh, shit, this isn't going to last, and I just kept going like a dipshit. And, yeah, I munched a spur gear. But, I mean... That's a fr- also 
that thing's got a lot of flex. And there's no other pitch gears you can do with the associated platform, too. Nothing else option-wise that you can get in there to stiffen it up to keep do you think that you think it was a flex issue i think the motor flexed in because when i replaced the spur gear the um the gap was fine it had plenty of pl- it, it had a tick of play all the way around with no tight spots i ain't even have, no, i ain't have to adjust no, a mesh at all no signs of it being a rock or anything like that i'm guessing a rock got in the spur gear and just took it out okay that's what I'm guessing happened. But the truck is working very well. Cool. So Duluth's track right now, it's it looks kind of fun for a scale, but they set it up for 10 scale, and they're trying to get that 10 scale crowd back up there and running again. I'm it, fine with running 8 scale on a more 10 scale optimized layout. There's been – it's we're reaching back like four years now, but there was a layout – at LSRCC that was a little more 10 scale oriented back then. It was back when they had that, um, that really steep 180 berm yeah. right by the announcer's tower. Yeah. I remember and they that. had a do you remember they had a big old stadium double in the middle? Yeah. Too? Yeah. I loved that layout. I think that was a more 10 scale optimized layout and that's actually the, f- the most favorite layout I've ever ran on up right. there. Right. It, you know, it's, uh, and again, you're right. A scale, it's fine to run A scale up there. They just don't have the huge jumps, and they don't have the flow. It's a short, you know, short shoots into tight corners. Yep. But the lane width is still there, and it's a great time up there right now. And Rick's cool. is racing. Hopefully, I want to talk about one one more thing. So we worked our ass off to try to get this june race to happen for the mnrc and it's like all right ricks isn't gonna happen or nor loose nuts is not gonna happen so it's like let's switch the dates with ricks because what happened was loose nuts the city canceled everything that weekend if you're familiar with loose nuts mnrc race it's father's day weekend so there's a parade there's a carnival there's all that crap all that's canceled no events allowed including the race so it's like all right well let's switch with the ricks because they're in wisconsin and they just open back up and they have a little bit looser restrictions and whatnot and then i'm talking to larue and he's like yeah i like that idea and june is good weather i'm digging it and then 24 hours later larue goes it's not gonna happen i'm like what do you mean he sends me this article Every county in Wisconsin is going to have their own rights to do what they want. And tomorrow they're meeting up to lock St. Croix County back down. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was um, a little more than aggravating. But it's not their fault at all. Like, they were for it. They were pumped. And we were, well, I could say I was pumped and... Some of the people in the committee were cautiously optimistic, and some people were like, I I can't do it. And it's like, that's fine. You have the choice. With the people that were there, we could pull it off, you know. But, yeah, it was, we were about to announce it. Yeah, let's do Rick's. Let's talk about having our own whatever social distancing plan and see if we can match up with Rick and see what he wants to do. And we're going to come up with a plan and then bam, the rug was pulled out from under us. Damn it. So hopefully Duluth in July happens. I mean, we, dude, this is just killing us, but races are happening other places, which is good. Yeah. There's an upcoming event at, FTR in Foley, Minnesota, uh, eight scale race. Or are you planning on doing that? When is it? Isn't it this weekend? Um, I was going to, but um, I'm getting ready for a weekend race down in Muscatine, Iowa. So um, I'm going to be mostly two wheel drive, ten scale stuff right now. Sure. Okay. Otherwise, I'd be there. Um, I was going to go to. Gonna... Go ahead. Oh, I just, I was, 
I'm going to try to double check those facts. But what are you going to do? What were you going to do? I was going to go to Rick's yesterday, but I um, decided to spend the time wrenching on your favorite class, Stadium Truck. And I got that thing. Oh, boy. Uh, hey, I, I'm told I have to give you crap because I, I wasn't there. And, again, I was on my way in the radar. looked like crap. I turned around for the last Hillbilly Hills race, but the weather ended up being okay. Um, there were more stadium trucks than anything else there. I, I don't care. <laughs> I know you don't. That, that, that just means not enough of all of the regular buggy drivers showed up. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was pretty funny, though. That just means that buggy drivers... All right, let's face it. Buggy drivers were the cool guys of the racetrack, and I'm saying those with huge air quotes. Yeah, I was going to say there's none, cool you know, guys at us, the racetrack. None of us are that cool. Yeah. But the two-wheeled buggy guys were kind of the cool guys of the racetrack. Right. And you know what? We got other hobbies, too, man. We got shit to do. Yeah. Now, them stadium truck guys, they need to be going to Hillbilly <laughs> Hills and practicing because none of them can drive worth a damn. I have marshaled for them. Oh, shit. That's brutal. That's well, funny. That's funny, though. Facts. That's funny, though. <laughs> uh, Actually, I, I bumped into another um, RC guy that, that dove back in, and I bumped into him at the bike park. I, I keep running into all these people at the bike park. Who's that? His name's Steve Demeray. Um, he just jumped back in this year. He's he's set up with a couple eighth scales, so he's he was kind of uh, <clears throat> poking and prodding me about information for that, who to talk to. Uh, he was hoping that I had some advice on nitro tuning, which I have none of. So I uh, I actually told him to just get a hold of FTR, go up there, pay your practice fee someday. And, you know, if you get to interact with Sean, you know, Sean won't leave anybody hanging if he no. hears a, a nitro engine running poorly. So I figured that um, that'd be a really good place for, for him to start. And then I I mentioned that the race was going on this weekend, and I told him to get up there on Friday when there was going to be more people practicing and whatnot. And make it, maybe he could find the help that he was looking for there, because I'm not quite ready, so I, I won't be there yet. Yeah, so. yeah, and like I said, I could be there with something ready to run, but it's, um, yeah, I'm getting ready for a big race, and I got to focus on that right now, especially because I'm putting money I don't have into it right now because sure. the, the announcing money was going to be my fun race money, and I was going to get a new board for the podcast and all that, and yeah, three announcing gigs down the drain, two of them with the MNRC and one of them with the loot. That's quite a bit of money gone. Yeah, that sucks. Too bad um, us being number one in Malaysia doesn't pay off. Damn it. We need to get, the, we should... we need to get the Rogan deal in Malaysia. We'll get a GoFundMe. Did you hear Rogan's new deal? That he's going to Spotify? Yeah, got paid over Hundred million, and they're saying hundred. Oh, for sure, because he he started out in his living room smoking pot with Brian Redband and just having fun, and it slowly grew over the past ten, eleven years into the monster he created. I mean, yeah. he built that from nothing. You have to admire that. Well, he built himself from nothing. Oh, that's too. true. I mean, if if you go back thirty, thirty five years, he's a uh, yeah, he's he's a really cool story. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, um, do you have any results? Yeah, he won't, he won't be on YouTube and he won't be on uh, the iTunes podcast app anymore. So well, that's they, kind of a bummer. They kept demonetizing him, and he had enough. Yep. So, which I don't blame him at all. Yeah, no doubt. Um, do you have any results pulled up, or because live our yeah? So Rick's Hobby Farm. Yep. Um. When was this? The date Should is yesterday. yesterday yeah. May 30th. Yeah. Uh, our favorite track, or our favorite class, Mini Truggy. Uh, looks like Sean Van Dalen made the trip down from Foley. Right. Won that with a 17 lapper. Uh, looks like he put about a half a lap on second place, John Martin. He is a local to that New Richmond area. Uh, saw... You see him at the toy yeah. box quite a bit was... and out at Rick's. Gonna say John, 
John got faster all winter long at the toy box. He went yeah. from being like, he went from being down a little bit to me to competing with me to beating me all within a winter. Right. So. So, John, I think you should probably get a two-wheel drive buggy again and race with the big boys because you're totally ready skill-wise. Yeah. Uh, looks like Ross Judnick made the trip down from the Duluth area to get third in that mini truggy class. And they had a, a combined nitro buggy and truggy class, so that's pretty cool. Um, nine drivers. Looks like Kyle Holmberg took the win, beat the pants off of Alan and the Snake Charmer Smith, and Seth Van Dalen finished third there. Okay. We got some e-buggy action, and then we'll get to sportsman. E-buggy A-Main. Oh, good. Homebrew Dave LaRue. So the guy that makes it all happen at Rick's Hobby Farm and makes a lot of the track stuff happen at the toy box, he takes the win in e-buggy and e-truggy. I don't know that there were any, but they are eligible for that that class. Uh, Dave's best friend, uh, Keith Vanderheide, takes second place, and James Dolan finishes third. And what do we got? We got Sportsman. Sportsman A Main, Savannah White. We've been talking about her all year long. Her dad operates the toy box, which is also in New Richmond, Wisconsin, just right. on the other side of town from Rick's Hobby Farm. Chelsea Rains finishing in the two spot. She's been a podium regular for the last year and a half. And Brian Papineau finishing third. Awesome. Yeah, it's great they're racing. And again, like LSR RCC's racing and um Next Sunday, we're going to be racing at Hillbilly Hills. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited. Bring that... your stadium trucks, guys. <laughs> well, I am bringing my two-wheel buggy also. All right. I am focusing so on the stadium. fun. Well, the buggy's already dialed. I put that down, and it works. I love it. This stadium truck is totally unknown. Uh, I don't know. But it's it's so good that we're back racing again, though. Yep, absolutely. And hopefully, totally agree. Hopefully, St. Croix County doesn't go back on lockdown, and hopefully, Ricks can keep their momentum going all summer long. For sure. Let's take a look at how many people made it out to that race. Looks like thirty-eight drivers and fifty-six entries. That's pretty so good. That is um, pretty good. Was this the is this their second race? Yes. I think they raced the week so they, before. They, they ran like a non-advertised race the week before, correct? Yes. Yes. All right. And then Alan Smith, I remember he won the e-buggy class there. So shout out to Alan. He's starting his season off on the right foot. Yeah. Yeah, they're getting those um, Techno 2.0s working really well. But I talked to Kyle a little bit about the new associated e-buggy. And he says there is a ton more grip, and he's excited to get it dialed in exactly to his liking. God damn it. What does he say about the nitro buggy? That's what I was talking about. Well, the thing is, so I was talking to him because I went from I went a full spectrum of nitro buggies within three years. I went from a Kyosho MP9 TK. KI4, which had the most grip and was absolutely the easiest thing in the world to drive, to a Mugen MBX8 that gave me nothing but problems until the last race I raced it, and I figured out some things with the diff that made it pretty good. The car we have, the 3.1, is in between those two. It's a little twitchy, but not bad. You can drive it, and the grip is pretty good. But the 3.2 is head and shoulders better. I was hoping for just a small improvement. Now that's he didn't he said question this whole said, thing. He said different. He didn't necessarily say better. He said a ton more grip. Sure. Does, does that necessarily mean better? Because the Kyosho TKI4 had a ton of grip, but it didn't have the corner speed you needed. Sure. But no, I guarantee the new. You know, Associated they've laid a couple eggs. In the 2000s, which was, you wouldn't have ever thought would happen. You know what I mean? They came out with the TC4 Touring Car, which was a turd. 
But they ended up selling a crap ton of them anyways when VTA class came around. They sold it as a club racer. And then um, the RC8, the original RC8 line, the RC8, the RC8.2, all that crap. That car was trash. But it was derived from Thunder Tiger. That's why it was never good. So they're never going to... I don't think they're going to lay... I can't say they're not going to lay another egg again, but I will be very shocked if they do because they've learned their lesson. Because people go away from them, and a lot don't come back when they do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that TC4 was the start of the downfall of their on-road program. They had the best on-road program in the country. They come out with the TC4. It starts taking a nosedive to where in 2020 they're 100% done with on-road. But, hmm. yeah, it is it is what it is. Well, now that that 3.2 is out, that means that uh, Joe Scaramo will have to get one built, and I am verbally committed to his 3.1 chassis, and that will be my backup, so I will now have a spare of everything. I'll tell you what, Ryan, that 3.1 is plenty good. Did I send you those setups ever? I think I did. Yep, but I th- I'm pretty sure that uh, the one that you sent was already in the car because I got it from Kyle. Awesome. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I. Oh, no, I didn't. What am I talking about? I got it from uh, Kendall, but I believe Kendall as well um, was either based or, you know, pretty much in line with that setup. Kendall's car was effing fast, too, so. How about it? Yeah. I mean, the car... A new car, the car will be just fine for you, is what I'm going to say. It'll be just fine. I'm going to, so now my bench is empty, and I got a question about my speedrun car that I'll hit later, but I think I'm going to get my A-scale buggy ready to go to club race instead of, you know, I can't race at the MNRC, but maybe I'll take a run up to Jamestown. They have an awesome track up there, but, man, it's like four and a half hours away. Right. But there's also Ricks, there's also FTR, there's a ton happening. Yeah. Well, and I mean, on are you going to get to MNRC races on Fridays so you have time to play or Yeah, I, but the thing is I'm going to be focusing on taking entries and running my mini truggy. I learned something that so up in Duluth was the first time I've ran my mini truggy just by itself and well over a year and i like just running that alone so much better than trying to pair it up with like a nitro buggy sure everything just drives way different and that's another thing it's like and again a two-wheel drive stadium truck and a two-wheel drive buggy they kind of drive similar you're not shocking your system into trying to drive two way different things Mm-hmm. So that's why, that's another reason I'm doing that. It's going to be a good time. And, well, it might be a good time. You might see a ready-to-run stadium truck for sale soon. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Just toss it in the dumpster. Do somebody else a favor. Dude, and again, I've harped on this on this podcast before, and you called me a dipshit for it, and you're totally right. I should have bought 100% new. I cannot stress that enough. Because <laughs> uh. the truck was new but built. So last night, it's like, oh, it's finally almost over. So I'm watching the fights, and I'm building the shocks. I'm taking all the cra- guts out of the shocks because I know we built them wrong. I ain't even look at the O-ring or the plastics. I just threw them away. And I put in the white Delrin plastic pieces with new X-rings. So... He had it backwards the way you build it. So instead of, so the way you build it, first you put in a thin washer, you put in an X-ring, you put in a thick washer, you put in an X-ring, and then you put in the hat washer to seal the cap. Okay? Okay. He started out with the hat washer upside down. Uh, it's like, you son of a bitch. 
So obviously, I even look to see the condition. I, I'm I'm just like I have all new stuff, and I have a second package of all new stuff for for backup. I'm just throwing it all away. There's no reason to keep it. But the truck, it took me forever, to, two to three times longer than if I would have built a brand new one. But it's finally right. <laughs> yeah. So. That that the thing better work well. Or Truth I, be told, I I did have I did have fun uh, racing stadium truck about four years ago. Um, the class was actually pretty damn healthy at MMR back then. Right. It wasn't it, it wasn't healthy anywhere else. You know, there were four or five really fast guys racing it, and that was it. It wasn't it wasn't what it is now. What it is now is it's kind of like the mini truggy class. Yeah. It's kind of a class for us guys that, you know, we aren't relevant in an A main, in a, you know, a super deep A main field of two-wheel drive buggy, yep. you know? So we, we look to other classes so that we can, you know, I don't know, feel better about ourselves or whatever, but I can't really say that about the mini truggy. Um, I think even if I sucked with that thing, I would still drive it because it's so damn fun. You're 100% correct. And I've I've never felt that on clay with a stadium truck, but I have had I have had fun on the turf before. Absolutely. The so, old the old school MMR yep. which I actually preferred, which had multiple different layers of traction on it, so you had to use throttle control in some places and it wasn't just all about, you know, nailing the setup. Um, I had a lot of fun with stadium truck back yeah. then, especially when I was just starting to, you know, try to find a groove. Those bigger tires, I know they they help you out a little bit. You can make some mistakes here and there, and um, yeah. But uh, nowadays, God, I just you slap them down on the same track next to each other, and a two wheel drive buggy drives better ten times out of ten. I'll tell you what, Ryan. So a couple weeks ago, when I was up in Duluth. Um, Connor was there. Clayton was there. Um, Alan Smith was there. But Clayton brought his T four point two out, and I don't know where Tim Larson ended up, but I think he qualified second because he had an old X factory. Like right <laughs> when they started becoming, they weren't even quite mid motor. It's like they moved the motor just forward enough to where it wasn't hanging off the back. So I think he qualified second. I don't know if he finished second. But that T4.2, it drove so good in comparison to everything else out there. And it looked so much better than everything else. It's like the way a truck looks with that motor hanging out the back, it has something. So It has so much to do with the look of the truck. It really does. <laughs> the and Dude, it looked. You could tell, like, people were, had T5s, T6.1s, all that stuff, and some there's a couple x-rays, and they were just looping out of corners. They couldn't catch grip. The only people there that really had grip were Tim Larson and um, Clayton Kartluka. Yeah, well, if we go back and talk about... You know, those, and we have before, we've talked about the previous generations of stadium trucks, and we've said that that probably is the most fun class at a Thursday night for Lake Superior. Oh, for sure. But, you know, the, also, they all brought their old two wheel drive buggies. Like, I know a lot of people were driving their beef. Like, I know Clayton was driving his B5M. I don't know what everyone else was driving in that crew. I was just sitting there having, I was just sitting there, ooh, I, I was just looking at my mini truggy because I was in love with it that night. <laughs> I ain't really socialized that much. I was just looking at my mini truggy the whole night. But a lot of those guys drove um, older chassis and they did so much better. So, I mean, if the three gear stand up cars do pretty well there yeah. on Thursday nights. Yeah. Yep. If you're gonna race up there, just find something older with a ton of parts. Who gives a shit if it's not a B six point two? A B six point two is not gonna work well anyways. Get old B five M, get a B four point two, get something else, get a rear motor car or a first gen mid motor car. If you can find a B five rear motor car, 
Alec Hins has one that I'm jealous of that I, he's going to keep that thing forever because he's running that his um, old well the Hins family made a backyard track that's pretty loamy that B5 rear motor car I watched a video of it looks pretty good out there and I'll take your B5 standard and I'll raise you a TLR 22 2.0 because that was a better car I'm sure because there were some quality problems with the whole B5 platform. Um, you know, they were... That thing was a killer when I ran it. The The one year when we switched the MNRC class from stock buggy to open buggy. Yep. That thing was a murder. I just couldn't close the deal. Right, right. I was going to say, if I could find a B5 rear motor car for sale, I'd say uh, I'll take you up on that bet but you can't find a B5 rear motor car. You right. really can't. Yeah, they, well, they well they barely sold any. Well, yeah, because you know, the... everyone's new mid-motor was where it was going because that's right when, you know, we were running slick tires and all that crap. And Absolutely. So. Hey, if we can take a quick sidebar here. Um, I don't exactly know what site this is referring to, but apparently Antifa is saying, uh, tonight we say fuck the city and we move into the residential areas, the White Hoods, and we take what's ours. So so what I'm going to say about that oof. is Minnesota is, I call Minnesota California Junior. So you got the city's areas to where, you know, it's liberal and they make our voting decisions and whatever. And I call Duluth Mini San Francisco. You know, it's the type of politics there are. And I don't like to get into politics on here too much. But you get a couple miles out of the city, you're going to run into people with semi-automatic Everybody's weapons. armed. Everybody. Every, everybody's armed. Yeah, they're, it's not going to be like you think. You know what? I don't want bloodshed, Ryan. I don't. No, I don't either. I mean, do you? I'm sure you saw that semi thing before we went on air. I heard about it. I, d I don't watch stuff like that. So if there's yeah. footage of it, I, there I wouldn't have even watched it. No so. one got ran over, but it was close. And there was okay. a tension there. there was What's the deal there? Because if, if I remember, that road was shut down, right? So somebody actively decided to get their vehicle onto that road i think i think that they closed that it not the case? from what i heard was they closed the road right behind them oh okay and then he just went for it <laughs> which yikes yeah it's no the, that'd be a horrific idea because i mean i i just don't dude i don't want bloodshed you know, yep. is much of it. Yep. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's like the, there's that side and, and the other side is, uh, you know, you see some of these some of these cars. You wonder why some of these vehicles are driving through these areas, but you see them get surrounded and obviously the people inside get threatened, so they hammer on the gas and right. try to get through that crowd because, I mean, you don't know exactly what's going to happen to you, but it all goes back to why the fuck are these people driving around in the neighborhoods where this stuff is happening? I, uh, there's, there is, you're, in, you're inviting it at that point. There's you know? definitely a lot of things sparking the fire more than it should be. And a lot of these fires are intentionally being sparked. Oh, absolutely. This, this, yeah, it, it's so easy to put your, your conspiracy theory hat on for this one. Cause it's, uh, yeah, you don't have to dig too far to figure out what's actually going on I, here. I'm, I'm trying not to. I mean, actually I've, so to really get into the conspiracy theory talk and other things, you got to sit and like you and I can talk here, but with most people, I have to sit and talk face to face with them. And I have to be able to look them in the eye and see what they're meant. Oh, more light. Oh, you know what I've been hating? And I meant to bring this up. 
that bald broad that's sign doing sign language. Have you seen her? I have no idea. Oh nope. my god! At all the <laughs> what is it? All the governor press conferences and whatnot. There's this bald broad that does the sign language. Like the sign language is a great thing, but she is intentionally taking the attention off of what's happening and putting it all on herself. <laughs> Dude, she is the worst person ever. Like, oh, she makes me so mad. Yeah, I haven't seen any of her stuff directly, but um, oh, that- I, I've seen a lot of people that absolutely love her. But I, I would say that they're friends that I don't align with on most things other than that, you know, we enjoy each other's company type right. thing. Right, right. Yeah. But anyway, oh, hey, have you been playing iRacing at all this week? Like Arca? I ha- no, no, I, um, where was it at? Lanyard. Lanyard. Oh, yeah, nope, I d- never even once. Yeah, my, um, I was almost a C license. Now I'm almost getting demoted back to rookie after three <laughs> races. Okay. So yeah, I'm, I did a couple. I think the the BMW 12.0 series. I yep. think it was at Lime Rock. Yes, it was. And usually, I don't enter any races there because it's almost impossible to pass, and it's very easy to get collected. Yep. In uh, incidents, but I still did. I still uh, fired it up and did some racing and dropped. I don't think I dropped my I rating, but I definitely dropped my safety rating. Yeah, my safety rating went from. I was at like a 3.6 on a D license. I think yep. I'm below a 3 now. <laughs> well, that's fine. You you won't go back to rookie. So uh, it's just aggravating. No, no worries there. You got a whole but you got a whole much bunch more room to play with there. I know. So, the nice thing, but if you do get above a 3, yep. if you're above 3.0 and you've got the required number of races in, you should maybe just quit driving that class until this season is ending very soon. I can't remember this Tuesday. which week we're on. Yeah, this Tuesday. What's that? This Tuesday it's ending. So yeah, if you're a if you're above a 3.0, I believe and you've met the requirements for how many races in the D class you need to make, you will get bumped up to C in the new season. Okay. But then now you're going to find out um, this will be your first experience with week 13. So I'm interested to see uh, what you think of week 13 because it's kind of like a, a fun week. They they get rid of almost all of the classes that you're used to racing yep. and they make up a whole bunch of new ones and there's a bunch of conglomerates and none of it hurts your safety rating and there's a shit ton of crashing and it's actually kind of fun. So Yeah, that, that will be fun. Um, yeah, it'll be... It'll be interesting. I heard I heard that they're going to let us run the 87 Cup cars. For free? Yeah, I heard. A really? Lot, it, it's funny. A lot of people think they know exactly what's going to happen, and some it seems like people have inside information. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was just planning on I wasn't going to buy the Thunderbird because I'm not a Ford fan, but I was going to buy the, uh, oh, shit, what's the Chevy? Is it Illumina? No. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Yep, 87 Monte Carlo, or 86, whatever it is. Dude, last week I spent like $40 on it. I bought, on what? On iRacing, I bought a couple of tracks. Oh, Joe, that's a, a slow day. Dude, I can't. Wait. And then, and then <laughs> once, so. Once, I, you, once you buy 40 pieces, then they start giving you a discount on everything because they feel bad for you. So I bought a couple of the tracks, and... One of the tracks, I bought Homestead, which I'm glad I did because that was really fun to run with the ARCA cars. Really clean racing. Yep. You could find places to pass all over. You could let people buy and not lose a bunch of time. It was great. And then I bought a track for the sprint cars, and it was the size of a postage stamp. It was horrible. It, I wish I wouldn't have. And the whole time, the track stayed wet, and it was tight, and you couldn't get sideways around the corner. I forget what it was, but it was junk. So, 
But yeah, I I haven't picked up iRacing since last Tuesday or Wednesday. I decided. Yeah, to it's it's been slow for me. I you know, uh, BMX man. Yeah. What can I say? Oh it's yeah. Fun. And I've been doing um, barn jitsu. <laughs> yeah. How's it going? We how's the up, what's the update there? Oh, we're just. I can't wait to get back into the actual gym because there's going to be people like myself and other people doing jiu-jitsu, finding ways to do it, and then people who haven't done it since March. And we're going to run. We're going to wreck. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yep. It's going to be fun. That's what I'm looking forward to. But, yeah, how's BMX going? Awesome. Yeah. Uh, been going to several different spots. Uh, Friday, I went to a, a private residence in Fridley. And um, yeah, today I made my way over to the Cottage Grove Bike Park, where I cool. usually spend a bunch of time volunteering. So it was good, man. Lots of uh, good weather, you know, temperate, mild temperatures, which I don't think we'll have those for long, right? Yep. It's going to be hot the whole week. It's going to be right 89 tomorrow or something like that. But Oh, man. That's yeah, going to be muggy. Working outside. Yeah. So you're still working. That's good. Yep. Yeah, they've... Uh, VIX has... They took out one of those um, payroll protection loans. And... I don't know where we're at in that. It hasn't been two months yet. I know the first round of it was good for about two months of work to where we were guaranteed 40 hours. But right now, um, God, things are going like gangbusters. Last week, there was barely any cranes left in the yard. So it's a good thing. Uh, And then I noticed that that several buildings that Vix helped build were destroyed. So I would imagine... um, like when you say when some people come in with some money and they're going to be building stuff to, you know, quote unquote, rebuild Minneapolis, uh, there'll be plenty of work. That's for sure. It's going to be told like the places that had legitimate good culture and legitimately good restaurants and all that. It's just going to be gentrified. It's going to be Elk River 2.0. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. That's unfortunate. It is. But, um, so, yeah, should we get into questions here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's, actually, we're not doing too bad on time. Hold on. I got, uh, what was it, last Tuesday, I accidentally dropped my Galaxy S10 face down on a little rock, and I destroyed it. Oh, no. So I'm on my old galaxy s8 i love the size of it but man it's so glitchy and mm, it's not as good so um let's see here jason chenard is wondering are any of the mnrc races going to happen this season i want to say hopefully we can get july off what do you think um, that, that would be nice, right? I, I'm not going to make a prediction on that. It's, um, God, you'd love it to happen though. A lot so, of people are, a lot of people need a reason to, to get up and be happy and have some pep in their steps. So having some races to go to sure would help. I have a question for you. So after sure. the protests and whatever, how could Tim Walls with the straight face Say, all right, guys, we need to go back to social distancing. <laughs> he he's such a fucking tool. It's unreal. Yeah. Oh, uh, I feel terrible. My my buddy's a state trooper, and um, he had the the unfortunate um, pleasure of guarding uh, Klobuchar's residence the other night, and I was thinking, man, I would if that was me, I would check out for the night. Yeah. See, see you later. Yeah, but you know you got a job to do, 
and he's going to ha- hopefully have that job long after politi- oh, politics them, change guards. You know them, what I mean? You know, the. I'm sure it's the same for all first responders. They are taxed right now. You know, they're all working, you know, some of them well over 24-hour shifts. They're going home. They're taking a shower, taking a couple-hour nap, and getting right back out there just you know to do their jobs um you know it's terrible what you know that officer and his uh and his co-workers did um and it sucks for everybody else that you know has to clean up the mess now I have a friend who does barn jitsu with us. He's a Canabic County Sheriff, and he hasn't been able to come out, and he's up in Mora. I don't know if he's going down to the cities or working or just holding down Fort and Mora, which is possible. So I've heard reports that the Brainerd Mall got looted. Oh, wow. Yeah, how nuts is that? That, that's, that surprises me. That really, really surprises I, me don't know how credible it is and you know looted it could be a cup it could be a group of five teenagers messing shit up right so it was reported but I yeah don't know i would it... not i would not feel confident in numbers to go to a community like that and start messing stuff up especially <laughs> you know we talk about people just outside the cities being armed you know the 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 general residents of brainerd have arsenals i was gonna say i think in uh brainerd it's law that you need to have at least a glock (laughs) we are definitely pro-gun yes i'm pro-gun too and i'm ashamed to say i don't have any firearms oh there's nothing to be ashamed of there it's just um some people choose to exercise that right i just financially can't do it correctly oh man is it 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 is just one more hobby that you can't afford. I talked to a friend who is into competitive shooting, and I'm like, God, that looks like fun. And he explained how much it is, and he loads his own rounds, all that stuff, has his reloading stations. He has, just like we have several RC cars, he has several firearms he competes with. It costs a tick more than RC. Right, but there, you know, and then comes in travel, yeah, travel and food and drink and and all that. Yeah, it's um, and RC is expensive if you do it in a certain way, isn't it? I mean, it's if you do it like it can I get do, ridiculous. If you do it like I do, when you try to save money but end up spending more on parts that the guy fucked up, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So, okay, what else do we got here? Rick Hansen, how is no prep drag car build going? It is not going. That's how it's going. It should be. I literally cleared off my desk today. I have um, like four or five bowls down here that I hold screws in, parts in. Uh, when I'm doing something, I have my screw bowl, my big plastic parts bowl, my small plastic parts bowl, etc. I have my system. Everything is empty. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, do I want to continue? I could continue. I got everything. Do I want to? I don't know. I don't know. So I, I must I must have missed something. Were you just toying with the idea? No, of... it's not no prep drag. It's a speed run car. Yeah, that thing. So, I mean... We're getting back to the point where we're able to do most of our hobby stuff now. You Do you really think you need a speedrun car? Are you going to have that much fun with it? Think about this. But once it's done, it's done and I have it. So whenever I get that itch, once every six months I could scratch it. That's the way I look at shit like this. <laughs> it's like, God, do I really... It will be painful to build it, Yes. But once it's done, it's done. Does that make sense? Yeah, I it's just kind of um, like the stadium truck. The stadium truck is done. Now I just got to drive it and set it up a little bit. You know, I sit here thinking if I really don't like it, I'm gonna. But let's say it drives well, I'm gonna give it to Joe Three. 
because trucks are easier on a kid. Sure. But, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, just, I just, I, I don't think they're all that much fun. I think they're fun. So, let's say you have two or three runs in a row that go really well. I think it's fun for those two or three runs. And then you're doing the same shit over and over, and it's getting worse. And then you're breaking yeah. stuff. I don't know. I got to get out and fly my airplane. That's what I need to do. Yeah, you do. Have you flown at all at all yet or No. No, I I you know, I kind of look at the at the weather and I really don't want my first flight to be in anything over 10 miles an hour. Okay. And lately on the days that I have the time to do something like that, it just hasn't been in the cards with the wind, so Right, right. All right. We got a question from Justin Hazy. Uh, Byron's recently announced they're no longer in the fuel business. How many more do you think will follow suit? I know Sidewinder has been struggling as well. Well, if your name isn't, I mean, there's a couple fuels out there. So like Byron's was, wasn't, if you would have told me that two years ago, it would have been a shock, but they've been kind of floundering a little bit and people are switching to more like flashpoint is vp rebatched everybody's switching to vp byron's protected the motor a little bit better i think but it was really doggy on the bottom end it didn't have like vp and flashpoint fuel has a real snap at the bottom and it's really nice Especially because in Minnesota, I mean, you've raced in Minnesota a lot too, to where right off of a 180 corner, there's a big double that's hard to make. <laughs> that extra snap really helps. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think he's right. I think there's not that much. I think Flashpoint, VP, and I bet, uh, what's that, Max, Maxima Fuel, I bet they'll survive. I don't see much else. I mean, same by really run O'Donnell's anymore. Not many people are on Sidewinder. It's just Nitrotain's been done for a long time, I believe. So, yeah, it's dwindling, which, I mean, if the market doesn't dictate several fuel brands, there shouldn't be several fuel brands. And there it is. That has so much to do with the tuning of the motor and if everybody ran the same fuel so if i ran if we ran the exact same motor and i ran byron's and you ran vp our needles would be quite a bit different i mean quite a bit (laughs) right so if everyone's on the same fuel that makes life easier so what else do we got? We got one more from Hesh Hash. What kind of crane does Ryan train for? Uh, well, I, I sit in anything that anybody will let me. Um, on Friday, actually, uh, in between driving by the ominous dead body, um, my operator let me set up and run the crane all day long at both job sites. So Sweet. I've, I've gotten a, a little bit of seat time before in the field working for customers, but it was with um, a different operator and a different crane that I was on for a couple months. And I'm back now with my original operator, which uh, I get along with him really well. And just out of the blue on Friday, um, he put me in the seat, so I got to do oh, sweet. both jobs all day long. Oh man, I was ha- I was both super nervous and having a blast. Did you feel like it was a so five? Much fun. Did you feel like a five year old just getting to live your dreams? Like, Pretty much, except for you know most five year olds aren't worried about killing people. That's true. And they're doing what they're doing. That's so <laughs> the guy that was uh, was unhooking my loads on the ground was definitely not a crane guy and so he wasn't he wasn't able to give me proper signals or anything like that so i had to be uh really careful with what i was doing but yeah i was totally geeked out um my normally 
not sentimental at all operator actually uh took a few cool shots a few aerial shots for me he was up on the roof yes hooking up the the stuff that i was flying and so he got some really nice angles for me and that so that was pretty neat uh it's a 110 ton all-terrain crane so uh you know a lot of people will call it a truck crane okay 110 tons which is a you know it's somewhere in between uh a boom truck like something that uh connor operates and makes all of his crazy amounts of money on and um we have cranes that are a lot bigger you know mine's 110 ton our biggest all-terrain truck crane is a 550 ton which you can actually see that out on it's out on 94 right now okay doing some work on uh the 694 bridge but yeah so for now i'm i'm in a 110 ton all-terrain crane but i when i'm back at the yard i sit in rough terrain cranes that are anywhere from uh 35 tons to 90 tons and um hopefully someday i'll be uh, getting used to cranes that are a whole lot bigger than that yeah to me you know like i said stuff like that i'm like a little kid i mean at my work i drive a forklift a couple different sizes and driving a forklift is just makes me smile and um every once it is, in a while it is so much fun I to operate every once in a while driving a bobcat makes me smile i couldn't even imagine driving a crane i mean that would be awesome it's pretty neat yeah it's 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 really cool to have all that power just in your hands in the joysticks it's they are so powerful they i i think pretty much all heavy equipment is is pretty damn neat so yeah i'm a big kid too yeah that is that's awesome so yeah that's uh about all we got um and it, again ftr next saturday hillbilly hills next sunday so there is racing next week um now it seems like everybody's staying safe it seems like everybody's so happy to be at the track which is awesome that um, is and some people are taking personal responsibilities to um there like I, I saw a post from a guy somebody asked him if if he's racing again he goes absolutely not because i'm not satisfied with any of the masks out there and he wants to get a better mask for himself it's like that's fine you're not forcing your opinions on anybody else cool yeah yeah it is it's it's good too that that people want to take care of themselves that's fine so you know what's funny i kind of take my covid antibodies tests like i do my std tests I let other people I've been in contact with take it and see what they got. <laughs> <laughs> That's an old Mitch Hedberg joke. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, hey, man, you know anybody that's got AIDS? No? Nope. Nope. Cool. Well, that's good because you know me. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it, too. But uh, three people that I grapple with closely have the antibodies. So they oh, they do, it. huh? they've had it so i assume that's nice for them to know i mean that's a that's a really nice peace of mind for them i assume i've had it because i've been i've been you know grappling with the guys yeah are you i'm actually i totally forgot about it i would be interested to go get it especially for my wife there was a time you'll probably remember where i was kind of living in the basement and she was living upstairs yeah and it was because she was super sick. It was it was just before the lockdown. So it yeah, it'd be neat to to get it done. I I haven't even researched how you go about it. Uh he uh they all got it through their work. Like uh one of them is in the army. The other one's uh airplane mechanic, and I forget what the other one does. But they okay. got it through their work. But the thing is, so. And another thing, it's been here longer than we thought. Like one of my friends who was sick, who tested positive for the antibodies, was sick in the middle of October. No shit. Yeah. He goes, I know exactly yep. when I have well, it. Well, it makes sense. So yep. anyway, yeah, we should end this. Uh, hopefully um, they 
don't come out to the residential areas tonight or it's going to be rough going for them. That's oh what. Oh my goodness. I <laughs> I just I don't I don't even want to imagine what that would be like for a family that's doing you know nothing other than you know minding their business adhering to the curfew and just keeping their family inside and all of a sudden they have to deal with Antifa which I got no time for that kind of shit no no you know I I I've said before that you know I don't I don't know how I would react if I ever had to fire my gun upon someone but I'd like to believe in a situation like that I'd I don't even view those types of people as human beings yeah. So I don't think I would have a problem. Right. Ah, God, it would be rough to kill anybody, I think. I just, I got but, no time for terrorists. No, you're right. Domestic or otherwise. On a lighter note, so they tried staging a protest in Elk River last night. And there peaceful were... Peaceful or otherwise? Peaceful, but you could tell there were was really shitty undertones to it. Ten people showed up and it never really happened. <laughs> I'm I'm liking some of the stuff I'm seeing where where communities and law enforcement and stuff like that are are coming together and right. Um, there's there's a lot of positive news that you can view out there along with all of the really bad stuff. Sweet, yeah, so. for sure, for sure. There is a lot of positive. Like tonight, the one of the protest leaders was working very closely with. Um, a couple of the police officers after that whole truck incident. Sure. And they worked it out peacefully. And a peaceful protester can work things out with a police officer, if that makes sense. Right. So. It, did you see the, the picture of um, there was this officer, and I'm not sure what city it was in, but he got separated from his unit, yeah. and there was a whole bunch of guys lined up uh, chained up, you know, kind of like uh, Red Rover, Red Rover, yeah. or whatever, and um, they were protecting him. That was yeah. pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, and you know, the, the real peaceful protesters aren't trying to do this mayhem bullshit. They're trying to get legitimate things to happen. Right. What what are those things though? Like what? So they they have a oh. list. They have a list. So the first okay. thing was to arrest the one of the officers. Now they want they want three the other three the other three officers arrested. The cowardly sure, the, the co ones that just stood by and did no nothing, no 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 no. Basically. Did you see the back angle? So the coward Asian dude was the one who stood back and did nothing. See, you only see the. In the well-circulated video, you only see the one officer on the dude's neck. Well, there's another angle to where it's the other side, and there's two. Is that when they're walk when they're walking him over, like walking yeah. him across the but there's, sidewalk? There's two other officers yeah. kneeling on him too. They want them charged. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't see that. Yep, they want a different prosecutor. Um, because this. I don't know why. There's probably a political reason. And they wanted something else that wasn't totally unreasonable. They have... Sure. They have... They have goals. That's a positive. They're not just going to sit and protest and riot until the, they have legitimate goals that they want, which is good to have if you're a protester, is what I got to say. Those... Those those short term things that you listed, they they deserve all of that. It's the thing that I'm not educated about is, you know, what what can actually be done going forward. That's what I'm curious to to watch unfold. Um, I'm hoping it doesn't just all get you know swept under the rug once they finally get them to stop protesting. You know what I mean? It will. You know what's going to happen? Because it's. Did you see the officer was charged What's with that? two different charges? He was charged with murder three. Yep. And manslaughter. Yep. That murder three charge is yep. going to disappear when everybody's back is turned. That ain't going to do it. I guarantee it. I, I guarantee that is, it. That is, 
it'll it'll fire it'll fire i feel like it'll fire right back up it will if that happens see a lot of these people are like i feel like a lot of these old hack government people are living in days like there isn't the internet and we don't have they i i I think (laughs) i think that they think we don't have the access to information that we do and they're trying to right. do things behind our backs, but they're really doing it in front of our face, if that makes sense. That's kind of what I feel right. like they're trying to do, and it's, I don't know. That's for a different show. <laughs> Let's end this yeah. thing before we piss off our listeners, but yeah. But yeah, thanks. And every- hopefully, we have, hopefully we haven't accomplished that. We're just, exactly. you know. Every, everybody's everybody's kind of searching for answers right now so yeah cool sure. man all right yeah thanks I've, for, I've ran out of content i've ran out of talent thanks for doing the show tonight ryan all right we'll talk all to right. you all later thank you joe all right bye